Welcome to Every Business Counts, the podcast which shows how money and numbers can support you to build a sustainable business. My name is Lynn Mann and I'm an accountant and a coach with over 20 years experience. In each episode, I will be exploring how money and your business numbers can help amplify the impact you want to make by focusing on purpose and profit. Because every business counts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Every Business Counts. My name is Lynn Mann and in today's episode we're going to be looking at what does it mean to be a sustainable business? Now the word sustainable is highly googled and it's said that this is because people are confused about what the word sustainable means and it means different things in different contexts. The other thing is that in the environmental field, it's often said we shouldn't be using the word sustainable anymore because it's been overused and there's a lot of greenwashing within corporations. They talk about being sustainable when truly they're not. However, for me, I'm looking at what sustainable is defined as in the dictionary. Sustainable means to be able to continue over a period of time. And to me, there's three key elements where we need to look at to be sustainable in our business. So the first is the world. So it's about minimizing the damage that we're creating to the environment and society. Then we also have to look at how sustainable is our business for those working in it. Now, this is an area we don't generally focus on, but to me, it's important because it's looking at are the people working in our business getting enough from it? balancing what they're investing in the business with what they're getting out of the business. And finally, it's about making sure our business is economically sustainable. All our businesses have to be economically sustainable to be able to continue to operate in the long run. So I'm going to start with what it means to be sustainable in the world. Now, some people would argue that I should be going beyond this and talk about being regenerative. But actually, I just want to focus on what it means to be sustainable, what it means to minimize the harm that we're making on the environment and society, to understand the impact, both positive and negative, that we're making in our world. And the thing is, it's recognizing that we all make positive and negative impacts in the world, whether through our businesses or as individuals. We're all having an impact somehow through what we use, through what we do on the natural resources, on our air, on our water, on the land. So really taking a step back and thinking, actually, how am I impacting the world? What am I doing indirectly? Because it's often the indirect things that we don't think about is a great place to start focusing on. So people will say, well, I'm an online business and I work at home, therefore my impact is minimal. However, the internet creates 2% of carbon emissions. That's the same as the airline industry. So where are you hosting your website? Data centers have grown from uh, from 500,000 to 8 million since 2012. That's a huge increase. And it's actually the cost of cooling down all the servers that creates the impact in the world. So what I do is I use an organization called Green Geeks and their aim is to actually regenerate more electricity than they use. 
So they each year, they are um, creating 615,000 more kilowatt hours per year than they're using. And they're creating this through green energy. So understanding where you're making the impact, understanding that whole supply chain is really key to your business. I want to give an example here of Chipotle, the American Mexican fresh food, fast food company. Now, their mission is to cultivate a better world. Their focus is about using fresh food to provide fast food. They look at working with small and medium-sized farmers. They look at trying to keep their produce local to reduce the impact that their products, their food is making, but at the same time to help support the local farmers, to help support that local economy. And they're also doing this through a foundation they've created where they're supporting young farmers to help establish themselves and grow their own businesses. So what's key to them is actually supporting the society as a whole, as well as looking at how they are creating their food and you, what they're using to create that food. So often we think that being sustainable, truly sustainable, you means you have to be a big company. But I want to give an example here of two small companies, both within, I would say, the fashion industry that have come out of Scotland. So the first is Gooseberry Pink. So the whole ethos behind Gooseberry Pink is that it has to be kind. It has to be kind to the environment, kind to the people. And the aim of Gooseberry Pink is actually to gift um, maternity wear and baby wear to um, a friend or relative. So there's kindness behind the whole reason for being there. So what Gooseberry Pink have made sure they've done is to use organic cotton in their products. They're using non-toxic dyes and all of their products have fair wear um, foundation labels. The other company I want to talk about is Scarf Monkey. So they also produce um, fashion items. They produce t-shirts, but for girls. Now their impact is not just the environment. They also use um, organic cotton, but they also, their focus is really social. It's looking at empowerment for girls. So all of their designs are around girls' empowerment. They don't just produce pretty pink t-shirts. They produce t-shirts in a wide range of colors that are about empowering girls. So the impact we're making through our business, understanding both that positive and negative impact will help us to understand how sustainable our business really is from a planetary perspective. So next I want to look at what does it mean to be um, sustainable for those who work within the business? Now this can be the owner, it can be the, the leaders of the organization, it can be the employees, contractors, you can even extend it to say suppliers, but it's looking at what is it that they're getting out of the business and are they getting out more than they're putting in? Now, the reason I bring this up is because it was something I really became aware of when I was walk- working within a small organization. I found I was overgiving, and that's um, something I always tend to do. But in this instant, I put in a lot, I invested a lot because I believed in the vision. And this continued over the time, I wasn't getting much back. And what I found was I actually lost my passion for the business. I was stressed, I was tired. I was frustrated with it. 
And in the end, I had to walk away because it was the best thing for that business and for me. And it's not just about, say, what you're getting back in terms of money. I want you to think also here about what you're getting back in terms of um, what's important to you. So if people are connected to the mission and vision, then that's important to them. But also look at where their strengths lie. Are they actually doing a job that works for them? So I'm very creative in terms of the way I think, what I want to do, how I like to solve problems rather than art and design. But I'm also very happy to work and do what I have to do for a business. And this often means I will volunteer to do things that actually are, they're still in my area of expertise, but it's not where I am happy to work in a long term. It doesn't meet my need of being creative. And again, by becoming aware of that, it's helped me to understand what I need to ensure I'm getting from a business to allow me to continue to have that passion for it. So going back to money for a moment and salaries. So one of the things that um, was highlighted in a BBC article I read earlier in the year was actually the impact that the salaries we pay can have on people. Now, often when you're purpose-driven, yourself and those within the business may not be focused on money. However, not having enough money in your life can be stressful. And this is what this article highlighted. So an entrepreneur in Seattle in the US actually um, had a moment where he realized he needed to increase all the salaries in his workforce to 70,000 US dollars. He'd been having a conversation with a friend and this friend had highlighted to him the impact that not having enough money was having on her life. And he suddenly realized, actually, how many of my employees are sitting there and while they're at work are worried about money or they're having to deal with money issues rather than focusing on what they're doing. And if we look at it, actually productivity is is impacted hugely by presenteeism and absenteeism generally caused by stress and money issues create a lot of stress. So as I said, this guy increased the salaries to 70,000 US dollars. He reduced his own salary. And what he found was that actually it helped the retention of the employees. It attracted great employees to the organization. And also over time, the organization became more profitable. So just thinking about salaries and what you're paying people. Also want you to think about, are there any of your limiting beliefs there around what you think about money impacting what you're paying yourself and those within your organization? So now I want to come on to what it means to have an economically sustainable business. So why would you want to do that? Well, as indicated earlier, that all businesses need to be economically sustainable. And the key thing is if you run out of cash, if you don't have that positive cash flow coming in, then you can't continue to operate. You're going to drain all your resources and your business will be no longer. Now, one of the things to focus on here, if you're not money motivated, is to really think about the purpose. Think about that purpose and impact you want to make and to think about how making that purpose and impact can be magnified when you're making money. When you're making more money, 
then you can amplify the impact you want to make. It also allows you to reinvest into your business to take things in a different way and to continue to evolve and grow, not just your impact, but also those working with you. So if you look at your business model, key thing for an economically stable business model is to ensure that you know when the cash is coming in and when it's going out and that it's at least positive. Now, it may be you say, well, I'm a startup and I don't have a positive cash flow right now. Then it's understanding the access you have to investment. But whatever it is, it's making sure whether the income is coming in through from income from revenue or whether it's coming in through investment that you have that positive cash flow and understanding what expenses you're committed to. Is it that the expenditures are committed on a long going basis or are they actually um, kicked off by a sale? Because that makes a huge difference and understanding that helps you really get beneath your business model. A business owner I knew was growing his business over a period of four years exponentially each year. And he kind of sat on this and and took it to mean his business was doing fine. However, each year it was making a loss and he never paid any attention to it at all. He was juggling his cash all the time to make sure he could just keep things ticking over. And then one day something happened that created a huge domino effect and the business went bankrupt. When he looked into it, what he discovered was that his business model was wrong. He was actually incurring too many overheads for the level of the income in the business. Even though it was growing, even though he assumed he could grow out of it, his model didn't work for the business. So really understanding that and looking to see how your income and expenditures match up will help you see how economically sustainable your business is. Another thing to look at is the payment terms that you're giving customers and what you're taking from suppliers. So I heard a story recently whereby somebody was giving their customers 90 days credit, but all their expenditures were being paid within 30 days. So what this meant was they were actually having to fund the business for 60 days constantly. So they had to have that, that capital available all the time. And this really hit them when it came to the the COVID crisis because all of a sudden their income was drying out and it really um, led the owner to have to reevaluate his whole business model. So this isn't all about creating value, financial value. It's also about creating value in other areas. So as I've said, it's about creating that value to those who are working within the organisation. It's about helping them expand and grow. It's about reinvesting into your business, whether into your intellectual capital to looking at new products, looking at new services, whether it's basically reinvesting into what you're manufacturing, into your assets that you're holding. But also it's looking at creating that value for society and within a natural environment. So what do I want you to take away from this? Well, I'd like you to realize there are three elements to having a sustainable business. It has to be economically sustainable. It has to work for those who are within the business and it has to work for the planet and society as a whole. When you do this, 
You make your business sustainable and you make it count. Thanks for listening to this episode of Every Business Counts. If you've enjoyed this episode, why not head over to our Facebook group, Every Business Counts, and share what you've enjoyed and your highlights. I look forward to sharing more with you next week. Bye for now.